Hello, and welcome to the In the Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Pope. Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome back to the podcast. I pray that all of you guys are doing well. I pray that it's been a good last couple weeks for you guys since the last time I was on. Listen, just want to say I appreciate all the support, guys, all the things that you've been doing, the commenting, the reaching out, the the donating, the praying for me and the ministry, just everything that you guys have been doing has been truly a blessing. And I do truly appreciate it. Listen, a lot is going on in the world. Uh, we see so many things that's happening, um, you know, whether that's still with the war with Russia and Ukraine, we see gas prices rate, uh, you know, on the rise. Uh, we see, you know, just crime, just skyrocketing through the roof. We see, you know, mass shootings in clusters of moments, meaning, you know, maybe three in a, in a matter of a few days. Um, you know, we just see all of these different things happening. We still see the back and forth with COVID, you know, it's up, it's down, you know, prayerfully right now it's been down, you know, people been, you know, uh, able to move about, you know, with a lot less worry, even though there's still some worry in the back of many people's minds, but we got all of these things going on. And in the midst of this, you know, what I've been noticing, and I've shared this with you guys in the past. Um, I, I like to watch a lot of like, uh, crime shows or just read up on what's happening in the uh, nation when it comes to, to, to crime and, um, you know, just, just anything dealing with that, you know, and, and it could be just from, you know, the background that I came from. Thankfully I've been saved now 21 years, you know, the last time that I was in the streets was 2001, but I'm, you know, I'm always intrigued by what's going on and just being saved, being a preacher, um, just seeing the world develop the way that the scriptures would said that they, that it would, you know, I really just pay attention to those side of things. And, what I've been noticing a lot lately, and and I don't really intentionally like watch the news. Um, it have to be like a situation where maybe I'm watching a game, and then after the game goes off, the sports, you know, uh, after the, the the game go off, the news come on. Excuse me, you know, or sometimes if I'm on social media and I'm scrolling, whether that's on YouTube or Twitter, I might see a story that interests me. I might read, but I don't intentionally get up in the morning and cut the news on, but you know, I'm always led and I believe it's by the Lord to certain stories and certain situations. And, you know, that's what I wanted to kind of talk about today, because what I've been seeing um, really for, for a while now is, you know, there's just a lot of crime against children. And this isn't something that, you know, is new, um, uh, something that has never happened in the past, like it's something new under the sun. I mean, there's always been crimes against children, you know, whether that's sexually, whether that's, um, you know, them being, being killed, um, you know, kidnapped, all of these things. And I talked a little bit about this some time ago with the whole Jeff Epstein story. Um, and we talked about the temple that some believe was built, um, and dedicated to Moloch. And if you know who Moloch is, 
in the Bible, it was someone that was worshipped. It was a deity that was worshipped. And not only was this deity worshipped, but people would would do what they call pass their children through the fire to them. They would sacrifice their children. And I went in on death um, on that particular topic and went to some of those scriptures and shared that. And that was actually in podcast number eight. And I'll leave the link in the description for that. And you can also click on it at the end of this video if you want to just check that out in length. But we just talked about, you know, everything that was happening, you know, uh, to the kids, how, you know, how they were under attack through crime. Um, drugs, music, the internet, you know, like I said, the kidnapping, the child trafficking. I talked about a TikTok video. If you get a chance, you know, really check that podcast out of something that was very disturbing that I saw a guy do with a little girl on TikTok and it was on TikTok and it looked like it was something that was made in to be fun, but it was very, very disturbing, you know, and the pedophilia, the age of consent laws, the politics, you know, what's going on in Hollywood, you know, just all of these different things, you know, you know, you hear the rumors about the drinking of blood and things of that nature. And sometimes when people hear those things, they they feel like these things are far fetched. But when you go into scriptures, these are things that were happening even back then. And God had to deal with even the children of Israel for taking on these customs. And like I said, I don't want to go back into that all over again, but check out podcasts number eight, because I really talked about that in depth and then about some of the things that are presently happening. But what I'm seeing guys is there's a lot of children, a lot of crime against children. Um, and I'm talking about, and I, and I mentioned this recently, I believe on one of the eat up Mondays, children are being killed like never before. We, we know about the kidnap and the molestation, all of those things, you know, we thought that was bad, but now what we're seeing is a uptick in the killing of children. And I talked about it, you know, even in domestic violence situations, you know, years ago, um, you might see, you know, two individuals get into it and one of them do harm to the other, you know, kill the other. And we know that that's terrible. You know, any type of murder is terrible. But what we're seeing now is not only am I going to kill you, but I'm going to kill your child as well or the child that we have together as well. And what you're seeing now is people you know, not even in a domestic violence situation, they're killing their own children. You know, I've ran across so many stories recently that is so heartbreaking um, where people are just killing their children for whatever reason, you know, six, seven, eight years old, especially in that range. It's just super weird. But, you know, and it's not even weird. I mean, we know what it is. You know, the world, you know, it's coming to an end things are getting darker. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Like the, you know, we're just in this new season of darkness. It's like a, a whole level, a whole nother level of darkness that we're seeing. And I wanted to encourage you guys just continue to pray for the kids, but not only that, but continue to pray for your own and watch over your own. Don't take anything for granted. Don't be out here loose with your kids and thinking it's a game because it is a lot of crazy things going on. And the reason why we see, you know, what's happening to the children happen to them is because one thing we have to remember is Satan hates the things God loves. He hates the thing that God loves. And, you know, children are absolutely one of them. Anything that you see in the scriptures 
that God loved and he went in on. And, and, you know, from, from the beginning of time, Adam and Eve, we see what's happening, you know, um, with marriage between, you know, same sex, you know, all of these different things, anything that God is, was passionate about or, or spoke strongly in the scriptures about, that's what Satan is constantly attacking. And one of those things are the children. Psalm 127 and 3 says, Lo, Children are an heritage of the Lord. That word heritage means property that is or can be inherited. So we know that the children are the property of the Lord. It's the Lord that give us our children. The scripture goes on to say, low children are an heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. So we know that God is very passionate about the children that he give us. He, every child that is birthed is birthed with a purpose, you know, and God is intentional on those purposes being fulfilled. So when we see the things that we see happening and some may say, oh, well, why would God allow this? And why would God allow that? Listen, it can be way worse. This is a dying world. God told us that these things were coming. These are things that have to happen, but best believe God is showing a lot of grace and mercy. I was thinking recently about, you know, just the way that I grew up and in the neighborhood that I grew up in, um, in the city, I should say that I grew up in because the couple of neighborhoods I grew up in, you know, um, a couple of them were bad, but, but a couple of them were not, but the city as a whole, it was just a super wild place. And for me to be involved in the gang life and the, the hustling and selling drugs and stuff, when I look back, back at it now, I was saying to a friend the other day, I was like, man, cause you know, he was out there running when I was running. I meant we, we've been far removed, like 20 years now, 20 something years now. I was like, it was almost like we were dead. Like we were unconscious, like, because it was so much danger around and so much that could happen to you out there. And it's not only just in the streets, it's just in the world in general, when you're driving, you know, when now, when you're shopping, which that's been, you know, when you're going to church, we know the mass shootings. Remember what happened in Las Vegas when the guy, you know, shot like 500 people that were at the concert. So, I mean, danger has always been just around and just been insane. And when I started thinking about it, I was just thinking about how merciful God truly is. You walking under a construction site, you know, uh, wh wherever you may live or in New York City, tall buildings being worked on, something could just fall down and just hit you in the top of the head and kill you. It's just so many dangers around drunk driving, people driving while texting. You know, if you drive motorcycles, people pulling out in the middle of the street. It's just so insane how dangerous life could be, but yet God shows us mercy and grace. And unfortunately, we we are not going to navigate through the end of this these times with nothing happening at all. And that's why it's so important that we should be praying and thanking God for his grace and mercy, because it is a lot going on. And unfortunately, according to scripture, the world as a whole is going to get worse. But that's why I give God praise. And that's why I tell people, when you really understand where you live and what type of world this is, if you are saved and you know the Lord and you see how he keeps you in the midst of such chaos, it's a beautiful thing. But we know that Satan time is short. The scripture says he knows that his time is short. So he's going to do everything that he can to continue to cause chaos. And we've talked about this in previous uh, 
podcasts and eat up Monday episodes in the word episodes. Second Corinthians four and four talks about Satan being the God of this world, the God of this system, how he has the mind of those that don't belong to Christ. So when you see these unthinkable things happen and people doing crazy things, and then you see them sit down in a room after they do it and almost feel like they don't know how they did it or why they did it. Now they're crying about it. It's because listen, they Satan had control of their mind. Yes. We love to talk about mental health and it is mental health what's happening it is you know think about it it is mental health but what we don't understand is it starts in the spirit first and that's not to say that there isn't a mental health that somebody can go see a psychiatrist or or go see a spiritual uh advisor meaning somebody saved somebody that believes in the bible and get encouragement, you know, even if, even if it's a regular counselor to speak through some things and, and, and be able to get some feedback, it's not saying that we can't get help in those ways, but the, the, the level of things that we see happening, you know, it's, it's going to need spiritual intervention. It's going to need God to intervene. And that's why when you get saved, one of the major things you see about the scriptures is about renewing your mind. It's about thinking the way Christ thinks, seeing the, the, the uh, world the way Christ sees it. And that's when you'll be able to see the world for what it really is. Because when you are under the control of Satan or your mind is under the control of Satan, think about it. Everything just seems normal. When we were in the streets, I'm talking about you know, people shooting, people doing drugs. I mean, guys got AR-15s, AK-47s. It's just insane. It was it's, it, like when I look back to it, I realized it seemed normal to me to be standing somewhere hustling and a dude got an AK right there just laying on against the wall. Like this was normal. But when I look back at it now with the mind of Christ, it was insane. It was inhumane. It was bananas. So when you start to see things the way Christ sees it, you see this world for what it really is. You stop trying to, you know, pray for God to change the world or to heal the world or no, God says, I created a new earth. I created a new earth that's going to come down out of heaven. We read about it in Revelation. This world is not meant to stay here. So this is why we see the uptick in all of these different areas, but especially with what we're seeing with the children. In Matthew 18, I wanted to read this to you because like I said, Satan hates the thing God loves. Matthew 18, one through seven says at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called the little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, verily, I say unto you, except ye be converted. That word converted means to change, to transform and become as little children. Ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. That word receive means to accept me, to welcome me. Verse six, but whosoever or whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me. Listen to what it says. The word offend means to hurt the feelings of, to insult, to violate, to cause the sin. Listen to what Jesus says. He says, but whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. God takes the children very seriously, especially 
the children that believe in him. He says, woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come. He said, listen, offense is going to come. It, it's, what did I say earlier? It has to happen. These things have to go down. There's no way around it. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. And once again, that word offend means to hurt the feelings of, to insult, to violate, to cause, to sin. And we see how much Jesus loves the children, how much God loves the children. Matthew 19, just a, a chapter over from what we just read. Matthew 19, verses 13 through 15. Then were there brought unto him little children that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. So there was, so there's some children that was brought to Jesus to be prayed for. And this is confirmation. And this is God showing us we need to continually not only pray for our children, but teach them how to pray as well. But it says that when these people brought these children to him, the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me. For of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. Listen, what we see happening is insane. And we have to continue to pray for our children, especially those children where their mother and father are not saved. They're not teaching them any godly principles. They're not praying for them. They're not speaking into their lives because unfortunately, without the grace of God, they are in danger. But this is the world that we're in. The world that we're in is telling everybody that Christ doesn't exist, that Jesus isn't real. He's the white man's religion. You got all of these different things that, you know, you hear that in my community, I should say, but you hear in other communities, oh, we're atheists. We don't believe in that. It's, it's just, you know, and, and you know, well, really you hear that in all communities, but some communities more than others. But it's like, listen, anything about Jesus is being pushed out. You know, it, it, it's no need for it anymore. It's old school. You know, that's an old way of thinking. This is a new age. Listen to that. This is a new age. That's what they're preaching out here. And because of that, even people that grew up on godly principles, that grew up in a household where people believed in Jesus, they prayed, they taught them how to pray, brought them to church. You even see them starting to walk away because they are listening to what the world is saying, the system that belongs to Satan. So I wanted to hop on the podcast to, today to say, let's continue to pray for the children. Let's continue to pray for God's grace and mercy. Let's continue to pray that God will protect them and us in the midst of this dying world. Let's pray for those that have not made it home yet, that are on their way home. Because if you remember what Jesus said in John 17, he says, listen, I not only pray for these that are with me, but I also pray for those that are going to believe on me through their word. So we're continually praying for our brothers and sisters that have not made it home yet. If you are listening to this podcast and you are not saved, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you believe in your heart and, conf and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. So if you believe in your heart, 
that God sent his only begotten son to die for your sins. If you believe that in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. And when you make that confession, when you make that commitment to the Lord, the Lord will continue. He will He will begin, I should say, to bring the pieces. If he has not done it already, he will begin to structure everything you need around you to help you to grow in him, to help your mind to be changed um, and, and to think think the way he thinks and to see uh, things the way he sees. He'll put you in a place in places with the right people. He will help you have understanding of the word. Or if you can't fully understand things, have people that you can reach out with and talk to them, you know, about the scriptures as well. Like everything is set up for you to win, but you must accept them as your Lord and savior. But it can't be one of those situations where I just decided when I hear people say, oh, I just decided to get saved. No, that's not how salvation works. The Lord draws us. There's things that continually happen that keeps our mind on the Lord. He starts to show us different things that is going on in our lives. And as he does that, then we start to think about changing our life or giving our life to him, I should say, because that's where the change comes because we can't do any change. And that's when we begin to walk with the Lord and grow in the Lord. But when you hear these people say, oh, I just decided to get saved. You can't just decide to get saved because the scriptures are very clear that God brings us to Jesus, that God draws us to Jesus. And Jesus is the door that connects us back to the father. He's the uh, the bridge that bridges that gap. And that's what we have to understand. So if you're listening to the sound of my voice and God has been dealing with your heart, you know, a lot of strange things happening in your life. Cause that's what happened with me. It was just like one thing after another was constantly happening. And then I went and went and lost my mind in my last couple of years of running the street. And in the midst of me losing my mind, so many wild things happened, but it was just God setting me up to be saved. And you know what happened after I got saved? Once I got saved, God showed me every single time that he was there, that he saved my life. The times that guns jammed in my face, the couple car accidents that I was in, the times when I would be in the project selling drugs and the ladies from around the corner that that were uh, members of the church around the corner would come and witness to us while people were making drug sales and drinking and getting high. They were there planting that word. God brought me back to all of those situations to let me know, like, listen, you didn't get here by just deciding you got here because this is what I preached destined for you. This was what I had set up for your life. And I believe that there's somebody listening to the sound of my voice. Maybe you do believe in Jesus. Maybe you have made him your Lord and Savior, but maybe you're struggling. Listen, listen, repent, you know, because we're living in a time we don't know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. And, you know, some people make fun of, oh, well, you guys been said the world was going to end in the Bible. Peter and them said this and this and that. But think about it. It truly can't end for you because any day could be our last. So technically, you know, God forbid if we die tomorrow, that is our last day. It might not be the last day of the world, but that is our last day. So that's why we live day to day, repentful, you know, asking Jesus to forgive us, to lead us and guide us because we don't know when the end is coming for us or if we will be here until the end when Jesus returns. Um, Once again, Romans 10 and 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. God did not make it 
hard. He he didn't want it to be difficult. All you have to do is believe and have faith in him and he will begin to lead and guide you in the way that you should go. But listen, I didn't bring up this topic on this podcast um, for us to be fearful, for us to be afraid, because these are things that has to happen. But I do want you to be aware of what's happening around you and to continue to pray as much as you can, as much as it comes to your mind, read as much as you can um, and just and and just don't, you know, just don't lean to the left or to the right. Stay on that narrow path. You know, none of these things that Satan is dangling in front of us in the world is is even worth our eternal life. It's not even worth our physical life. It's not even worth if you're married, losing your wife or your husband because of some some beautiful woman or some handsome man, losing the, the respect of your children. You know, none, none of these things that are dangled in front of us, if you have the job and have an opportunity to slide a little bit of money in your pocket because you got a little way to manipulate the registers or the fund or whatever, none of it is worth it. Let's stay on the path with Christ and do the right thing. And I guarantee you that he will bless you that. And, and it's not about monetary being blessed spiritually and having the joy of the Lord, everything else, money, stuff. That's just a cherry on top. But what we want is we want the spirit of God residing in us. We want the joy of God, the peace of God, the leadership of God, the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's where the party is for us. Everything else is just a cherry on top. So know that I love you guys. Remember, continue to pray for our children and for and for all of these children that are out here and continue to, as the scripture says, be sober, be vigilant. In other words, you know, don't be sleep out here, be paying attention, be watching as well as praying. But know that I love you guys. And until the next time we hop on the podcast together, Shalom.